Hello and welcome to the So It Goes podcast with me, Dylan. And me, Rob. And on today's podcast, we have been speaking to the amazing musician, Nazarene. Yeah, and uh, she talks about um, her new album and things such as her upbringing and how um, her interests have influenced her work. It was a really great conversation. So anyway, uh, she's an amazing artist. She's a cellist, but she does this really interesting weave of different genres of music and different cultural music and combines it into one. She's got an amazing voice as well. So without further ado, let's welcome Nazarene to So It Goes. I think the first thing we should say is, how are you in this crazy world we're living in? Which is a question I seem to be having to ask everyone we meet so far. I know, this is a very good question. I'm doing right now fine. It was not the case during the first quarantine. Because mm. the first quarantine was horrible. I was in Spain and it was horrible. I, I, I lost my soul. <laughs> somehow there but right now I'm doing more and I'm like uh, feeling a little bit better because I see light a little bit so mm. I feel a bit better yeah about like the I swear they had like drones in Spain like the swear police had like drones that had like bluetooth speakers on them saying like stay indoors sort of thing in yes yeah, they were like very, very, very intense. Intense is the word. Mm. I mean, the children were forbidden outside. Mm-hmm. Children were forbidden outside. So imagine. <laughs> and we had like helicopters going us, uh, through our, our home, mm. telling us to stay home. And to, it was like a war zone. Scary times. So, so you're in Paris now, aren't you? Right now, right now I'm in Paris, yes. Uh, are, but are you based in Spain now? Well, uh, I was based in Spain for like 12 years and right now I just moved to Paris. Oh, wow. For, uh, yes. Yeah, Congratulations. For a while. <laughs> Thank you. I think I'm very happy to be here. It's a new phase. What's it like in Paris then? How are you finding it? Fine. Very good. I mean, even though it's true, we still don't have like freedom, like whole freedom. Mm. But uh, I'm very happy here. Like, yeah, there's like many things happening. So it's good. That's so uh, I was just wondering about your music like mm-hmm. how are you inspired to create your music and like do you think writing songs currently do you feel like the world we are in at the moment has had a effect on your songwriting process I have to admit that for a while I was feeling in silence I, I was unable to create because I felt that the word stopped and and I need the movement of the world to be able to create. Mm. I realized that that at least at least for me. And I need the energies outside of me to be able to receive them and from that create something. Mm. And it's true that it was not the case, but right now I feel more movement around me, more energies. 
and I and I'm I am yeah I'm I'm more inspired right now to actually uh, create to play to play again to sing mm. again also to be able to to express myself so expressing myself for me is playing singing and creating music so it's three of them you know mm. yeah well um because like I, quite a lot of the songs that you have done on there's an album on Spotify that I listen to. Quite a lot of the sound the songs sort of sound uh, quite different from each other. So what would you say musically? What would it what influences you? Whether it's genres of music or certain composers, say. Yeah, um, my music is a mix between minimalism, uh, classical, jazz, and uh, Arabic roots. Uh, influences mm. so I am actually that person I think uh, I'm Algerian you know I come from North of Africa mm. and I always had like the music from the North of Africa in my head in my family I was uh, playing in an Arabic orchestra when I was a child and then I went through the whole classical world because I mm. played the cello in classical music and then there's all the influences of what I listened to so uh, I believe that my music is a little bit of a mix of everything that I know about music and everything I understand about the world. So mm. they call it right now kind of like a global indie because, um, you know, the, the, the genre world music is a little bit over. So, yeah, it's independent music for sure. It's sometimes acoustic, sometimes not. So, uh, coming from, uh, like, if we can talk about it, coming from Algeria, do you think that's had an effect on, like, the way you have perceived music? A lot. Mm. A lot, because I started the music with, uh, with the Arabic music from North of Africa. And this is the music that you, you play and you, and you learn by ear only mm. so it's a question of repetition you repeat a lot the music not alone it's always playing with the others so it 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 has a real sense of trance of of repetition yeah. of and all the sonorities you know the modes that you use in uh, north of africa melodically and then i don't even talk about rhythm because it's very um mm. it's very rich uh, the rhythms there so obviously, I use a lot of it in, and I and I and I try to always put a glance of 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 it in each song, even in the songs that sound a little bit more jazzy or more popish. There is always like something mm. from from my roots. Yeah, well, that's really interesting. That so uh, as well, you were talking about the collaborative aspect do you feel like that's really important for you to create and perform do you feel like there should be an aspect of collaboration throughout yeah that's interesting today i had uh, a rehearsal for the first time with a piano piano player um oh, wow. uh roads and everything and I, I, I was talking with him and i told him you know when i start a project or when i want to create a new album i also do it because of someone else i also mm. do it because of the musicians 
or the producers with who I'm going to play. And I'm going to, I'm going to, this is not a process that I want to leave by myself. This is really something that has to do with humanity. It's not only music. It's also, when I told him, I chose you because of you, because of the way you play, because the way I can see you see the music and you perceive things, and also because of your character and your personality. And this is how I want to create something. I don't, I, I cannot be alone. Definitely, I cannot be alone. Um, mm. Even though tomorrow I can maybe be on, on stage by myself and do some like a, a, a live solo show, but this is going to be a process that has to be, has to deal with the others. Yeah. Mm. I think that's uh, one of the things that, um, well, we knew from the beginning when countries across the world went, everything's going to go into lockdown, that it was going to be difficult. But I think the thing that, we're not, we're not, we've not evolved to sort of spend this much time on our own. So I can understand the bit about you sort of, um, the bit about you wanting to get out and just sort of collaborate with musicians just because you like one, the socialising and also like the person playing the instrument sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And sound, we're talking about sound. Yeah. Really, I mean, sound is part of life and, 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 hearing the sounds of the others and from outside you know it's not you playing it or you singing so you it's your own sound i feel like me playing it's like you being in the desert you know and you hear your own uh beats from your from your heart you can get crazy uh, if you stay alone like this for too long and the fact to hear someone else speaking to hear someone else singing someone else playing this is where also life comes from, like from the sound. So I really need it. I mean, yeah. this yeah. is definitely for sure. And I and I believe that everyone does too. Um, need that 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 source of energy. Mm. So then, in an ideal situation, if everything's cured and we can just go back to exactly how the world was before, what do you think that first performance? to a venue of people will be like or to like play with 10 or so people in a room i think i'm gonna cry that day <laughs> <laughs> i think i might as well really i think i, can I join really you will now. no 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 it's true because you know i've done during this lockdown period i've done some um streaming concerts mm. uh, so with my musicians but without any public and it's very different. I mean, it's it's kind of. I mean, we it was great to play with the others, but we were a little bit sad. And uh, to share this, I mean, this is also the meaning of of what we do to share it. Um, I don't know. I picture smiles. I picture people smiling, you know. And mm. it's gonna be. I'm sure it's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> Am I going to be able to sing? Because I'm going to be like all the time looking at people. <laughs> <laughs> Just way too emotional. It's going to be very emotional. That's for sure. Mm, for sure. Yeah, I can like, uh, I can honestly imagine it being like, oh, I know I'll, I'm definitely looking forward to being able to go out and go to like music, like gigs and whatnot. But um, I can imagine the concert sort of post uh, post covid being really sort of really good i have a lot of faith 
I think that's the thing everyone needs to have at the minute mm. is some form of faith that the world will be realized into a actuality that we used to know. It's true. It's true. At least the good things, if we can just keep the good things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make sure we can go back to a time what we know, but a time which was also quite good. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so you were mentioning about streaming concerts. Like, how do you, yes. you approach a performance like that to like a room of no people apart from yourselves? How do you try and like just perform? It's a good question. And I think it changes all the time because it depends also how many people play with you. I've done like one with, by myself and my cello only. Mm. It was it was a little <laughs> bit tricky, very intimate, you know, so you feel yeah. like you cannot sing so not really, you know, strong with a strong voice. It's very, it's very intimate. And then like the one that I did for the presentation of my album, my band was with me. So we were actually playing for each other. And, um, and we thought like of trying to push the energy very high uh, because we were thinking about uh, the people behind the, the screen, you know, and the screen cuts you a lot, mm. the energy. So we thought about it, but uh, maybe it was, I don't know, it was not awkward because we, you know, we were helping each other. We were like smiling at each other more, maybe trying to, to get the attention of, of each, each of us. But, but I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this for too long. <laughs> uh, so you don't want streaming concerts to streaming stay? Concerts. No, no, I don't think so. Mm. Really, I don't think so. Um, streaming concerts are interesting also when you look and you, you watch a, a live concert, you know, on YouTube and everything. We all do this and we love it, our favorite mm. artists. But there is a public there. So the concert is definitely different um, than the artist by itself uh, in their room. Um, you know, this is very different. Mm. Very, very. <laughs> so you mentioned your album as well. What was it like? I mentioned what? Sorry, I didn't hear. Your album. Your new oh, yeah. album. What was it like creating that like um, yeah it was such a process it was such a year actually it was exactly nine months like a baby <laughs> a baby <laughs> thing like for real between the moment i decided to do this uh i found the people with who to play um mm. we produced it we we spent hours and hours and hours of uh on sound and you know so in a very, very intimate um, uh, atmosphere. You're, you're very, not alone, because you're, I'm, I was doing it with a co-producer, Vicente Uma, mm. who is also the guitar player of the album. So we spend a lot of time in, he lives in a, in a little village uh, in the south of Spain. So oh, we yeah. spend a lot of time there, just him and me searching for things, trying things, Mm. A great, a great moment of creativity. And then there were like the moment of the mixing, also the mixing of the album with Fab Dupont, who's like such 
an amazing sound engineer. I was supposed to be with him in New York, but it was first lockdown. So we did it online. Mm. Crazy. So it was also a great moment of work and of um, of in- introspection about sound. And then and then you're ready. You're ready to to give the music to the world. You're a little bit scared, <laughs> but you you just let it go. And mm. and it's a great moment also the moment that you let it go. What was it like then that moment when you were first releasing it to the world? Did you did um, you know like people were written because I feel like people have connected to this and like yeah 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 people has been a following yeah yes people people told me they 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 say things they send you love they you know they give you a lot of strength uh this is true that because the life is missing um the best way to receive this is when you're on stage but but yeah I received a lot of love like from people writing me I thought it was interesting before how you mentioned about you'd spent a lot of time with the like sound mixers and like your producers and other the guitarist who's like one of the other musicians because one thing I found from listening to the album was that there is a lot of different things going on in a good way so like I find that with musicians who like sort of focusing on sound they often put loads of layers in that mean that you get enjoyment from listening to it again you know so you'll listen to the same song you go oh I didn't notice the guitar was doing that this time sort of thing I'm I'm very happy (laughs) of what you're saying (laughs) because it's it's it was and it is one of the things we wanted to do um you know to to pay attention to details and to actually uh enhance a lot of little things uh, here and there that you don't get at the first on the first listening. I, I believe this is an album that actually has has to be listened a lot to actually get everything. Mm. Um, and this is and this is why also I wanted to have like a very good sound engineer for the mixing because it's create creating a world where there's a lot of colors everywhere and every color has a place and a space mm. and it it was it was a, a great work and it, and we wanted really to do this thank you for uh, for mentioning it oh no problem it's just because i remember listening to the album and then it would go like there'd be like a, a line say maybe in like english and then it would swap to say maybe French for a bit and then go into an instrumental and go back to sort of singing maybe in English again. Yes. My use of of mm. of, of languages. Mm. I mean um I used to say that I sing in French when I want to talk about concepts. I sing in English when I want to talk about my emotions. And I sing in Arabic when I want to talk about my roots and spirituality. I think this is a little bit why I choose languages also. Would you say like you ever made a decision to be like, if I want to sing about my emotions, I'm going to sing in English? Or was it no, something it's not innate? conscious. It's not, it's not, it's not conscious. It's just, it's just a fact. 
I don't know why. But it's just like this. It's just yeah. I don't. I don't choose everything. <laughs> We don't choose everything. Would you say then, like, because you've been exposed to so many different cultures, would you say that's impacted maybe the way you write the lyrics to songs? Because, like, different languages have different structures. Absolutely. Hmm. Different languages have different structures, different history. Uh, different political history, mm. different emotions in it, different accents and uh, and and evolution also, you know. Mm. So it does definitely say a lot about where you are and what you've experienced everywhere. I don't know if people can can uh, understand that thing. Uh, But I, I'm sure. I mean, when you go to the to to a foreign country and you hear other languages, you see people moving differently. Um, there is, you know, emotions to it. I don't know. Mm. Um, it has definitely an impact, and and fortunately, that makes also our world very very rich and very different. You know, mm. it's not like every city has to have like an ATM and a Zara and. Uh, <laughs> the Primark, you know. So fortunately, we have our languages and we have our cultures, also to to keep the difference. Because I believe it's important important to keep the difference. I mm. uh, also feel as well like with your songs and your lyrics, they are always quite pointed, and they always have a message behind them. So, do you feel like lyrics or music in general do you feel it should be like purely for like pleasure or do you feel it should be more politically based and driven i don't know it's not a choice that has to be made uh in advance it's something that um you leave or you don't leave i mean it's also uh related to to the your situation to where you live to the situation of, of the people around you. I really definitely believe that if tomorrow I have something political to say, I will, because mm. it's going to be at that moment, uh, um, the, the, um, the fight I would have at that moment or the, the express, the thing that I really mm. want to express in, in a certain moment. It's not an obligation to, to, to talk about like pleasure or to talk about politics. I don't know. The meaning of of what you're saying is definitely related to what you what you experience at that moment of life. So it can change also. Would you say then it's more of a personal thing? Like the creation of music is a very personal like experience. Well, it's your experience, personal experience of what you have around you. But not only you, me, myself, and I. No. I also really believe that I'm like a transmitter. Uh, you know, I'm like, you know, this electricity when mm. you you have the world, there is you, and then there is the music, and you're just a transmission between everything. I will talk about energies, but it's energies and ideas um, that are around me. I believe sometimes I'm just this. I'm just a transmitter, you say? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
So it's personal because it also goes through um, me and and you know my just my humanity. Um, but sometimes it's above. I think it's above me and 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 us. And to go on about like uh, Dylan's point before about um, it means something to you, like music means something to you. I kind of feel that because music is something that all cultures have done with Mm -hmm. there's been sort of different depending on different sort of uh, areas of the world the structure and how how it's done is is different but overall people have always done music I kind of feel that it's something that gives off if it's personal it shows if it's had thought in in a way that it shows and there will be specifics to do with potentially what you're interested in will come up and so on and so forth. I don't necessarily think it's always a conscious choice. I kind of think it's like a, a barcode for that musician's thoughts at that time of, of the making of the album, say. It is true. And it's also maybe how you explain sometimes that some musicians are very avant-garde and you know they it it seems that they feel or they get the energy of what they have around, but like you know with one a little, a little advance you know of, of what's gonna happen or uh, the general. I mean, also the the thing is that maybe the avant-garde music is is more that they understand right now what's going on and they can explain it, and it's very difficult to be able to explain what's going on right now because we don't have any any distance to anything Mm -hmm. so but it's one way of doing music because also you know the the fact of of reminiscing of 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 the past and and singing the past or creating the past is also is also something very interesting for memory so i'm only conscious that we've been keeping you for a while now so we'll try and ask you just like a few questions we ask everyone to finish up so if you could listen to one album for the rest of your life what would that album be oh wow yeah, that's like the question if you're like on a, a desert island <laughs> and you can take one album with you oh god I mean, it's a bit like that but for copyright but reasons, for there's, reasons. A, there's, there's a very famous radio show which is primarily based around that so we can say it's different from that, but it is also very similar to that. Ah, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we can edit. We can edit that all out. Be fine. Yeah. Oh my god, this is such a hard question. Like really, really hard question. <laughs> I don't know what to answer. It's like I feel like so much pressure. Um, because I have like so many different things. Mm. I would. I would go with the the suites of Bach for cello and also with Erika Badu, Baduism first album, and Um Kaltum, uh, uh, Leil. Um, we can give you top three men- then. We can give you three yeah. uh, albums. Okay, so I take Erika Badu for sure. I'll take Um Kaltum for sure. Mm. And I'll take, um, the Bach suite um, for cello. Is there like any artists 
you'd love to work with or collaborate with? Sting. Sting. Yeah. That was quite. That was quite a quick response. That why is that? Uh, That's like you've thought about that so many times. You and Sting playing together. Yeah, I and mean also because in this album that I just made, there is few moments that are that are like few things about about him and his music, mm. and about like his uh, way of of sharing in music. It's also because his career for me is is a perfect career. Mm. And I'm very, very admirative of it. Mm. Um, and I think it could work, him yeah. and me, because otherwise I could tell you D'Angelo that I love so much. But mm. I don't, I don't, if I have D'Angelo in front of me, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I don't know what to do with you. I, I don't know what to do <laughs> with you. Starstruck. <laughs> so, yeah, thing. Would you say that, like, because he's a very versatile artist, Sting. Would you say that his versatility is like a exactly. very appealing thing? Mm. Exactly. And I also believe, you know, that uh, it's not only only my dream choice of something that is not my style at all of music. It's, it's also a question of how to mix the the other with with you, you know. And mm. I believe that with Sing it would be very easy because mm. he leaves so much space for the other and he has so much love for music. Mm. and for other musicians I mean yeah I think all there is left to say now is thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us thank you thank you so much for having me it's been great to chat and people I'm not going to see it but behind you uh, Dylan there is like such a cool Jimi Hendrix (laughs) thank you It wasn't there before, but ever since we've started doing these, that has been up on the wall just to make me look a little bit cooler than what I am. No, it is a great thing and a great artist that I love. Thank you. It's just, yeah, we've we've somehow, um, without even unintentionally, had music themes on in the background and no one's going to see it because in the background here, look, there's a piano with a... There's a piano and violin. There he goes. He tries to beat me. I have Jimi Hendrix in the wall. He's like, well, I can do one better. I've got a piano and violins. It's not always a competition. Anyway, thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us and everything. Merci, Sahar. Thank you. Once again, a big thank you to Nezrin for talking to us. Her self-titled debut album is out now. As with all the artists featured and so it goes, their socials will be found in the bio below. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. So plays out, we have Rizala by Nezrin. Thank you for listening, and make sure to tune into the next episode of So It Goes.
Be sure.